glad you are availing yourselves to the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the media ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals have been helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray the ensuing message will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now let's receive the message. Today we're talking about wisdom, which is very, very important for our daily success and for our, uh, let, me, let me say, our, our uh, breakthrough in the last scheme of things. People through words like wisdom, knowledge, and understanding uh, out just like it's just the same words. But today, I just want to bring this simple word to help you to understand that they are not the same words, but they work together to make one become an achiever. See, wisdom is good with a reward. You can't have wisdom without thinking of the outcome becoming a reward. Wisdom comes with benefits. Benefits like being able to take something simple and turning it around to become a great, great uh, profit for everybody to enjoy. Wisdom is very, very important. And we would have to understand that the word wisdom itself is not a word but a person. As we go through the study, you understand that Jesus is our wisdom. But when we go into the word wisdom, wisdom is God's way of looking at life more than man's way of looking at life. So for a human being to be able to understand God, he needs wisdom. To be able to understand how things work, you need understanding. And for you to have information about how things work, you need knowledge. So you see, I'm breaking it down little by little, bits by bit, precepts upon precepts, here a little, there a little. I don't want you to rush. I want you to take the time to just listen and you understand when God talks about having knowledge. In Jeremiah 3, 15, the Bible says that I'll give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. He didn't add wisdom to it. Why? Because knowledge and understanding is human effort. But when it comes to wisdom, it is God that gives us wisdom. Without the two, wisdom cannot operate effectively. I'm talking about knowledge and understanding. And without wisdom, knowledge and understanding becomes just information, sense knowledge. So in Proverbs chapter 2, <clears throat> I want us to read the scriptures. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 says that, My son, if thou will receive my words and hide my commandments, with thee, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom, and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hidden treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find what? Knowledge of God. Verse 6, read with me. For the Lord, Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, and what? 
And out of his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So this scripture all already has tied and three together for us to understand that you can have wisdom without knowledge and have knowledge without understanding and all the three together makes it more powerful and effective. You get it? Yes. All right, let's read another scripture and then we can zero in Job 32.8. I know when most of you were young, it was our favorite scripture. If I ask some of you to quote it, I know it will become a problem, so let's read it. Job 32a, when we read it, you remember, you know it. I made almost everyone memorize it. Job chapter 32, verse 8. Some of you were going to college and I made you memorize it so that you won't struggle in school. Remember that? All right. It says that there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth what them understand. But there is a spirit in man, the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them what? Understanding. This verse came out of an argument Job had with his friends when they came and they were talking to him about, oh, why this happening to you is because you've done this and because you've done that. And he said that I thought that age should speak wisdom. I thought only wisdom comes from people who have lived a long time ago. But I've sat down and I've listened to you. And I've heard you complain and talk about things that has nothing to do with God. And, 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 and all of a sudden, I've come to realize that it's God that inspires what knowledge. He says, but there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them what understanding. So understanding to life, the key to understanding to life is not always how old you are or how long you've lived on the planet. It's how you become receptive to the Spirit of God in you. Did you see that? So to build up my case, I'll say knowledge is acquisition of information over a period of time. Knowledge. So you want to become a doctor, you go to college for so many years because you have to acquire all the knowledge that goes with medicine. Am I right? So after acquiring that knowledge, you cannot what, operate that knowledge unless you have understanding to the knowledge you have acquired. So understanding simply says that I stand under the field of medicine and I know how X, Y, and Z works. Or else you have all the information in your head but can't use them. So can I simply say that there are people who have knowledge but they don't have understanding? And because of that, they are lacking in their field. Why? Because they don't know how to take the knowledge they've acquired to make it practicable for people to enjoy. So the psalmist says that a man who has honor and pomp and power, this is my own translation, but does not have understanding, is like the beast that is perishing. You see, understanding is very, very key for our survival. As well as knowledge is important, you need understanding also. You need understanding. Now, when we look at wisdom, wisdom allows us to use the knowledge and understanding we acquire to make profit. So we acquire knowledge through study, through experience, through all the things we go through. But for us to be able to use that knowledge, we need understanding. Understand how the field we're trying to engage or pursue works. 
So it is law, you don't apply medicine to law because understanding teaches that law and medicine are not the same field. If it's finances, you have to understand how that field works. If it's in relationship, you have to understand how it works. And how do you understand something you have no knowledge about? Anybody still here? So God helps us and he exposes us. Say exposure. Say exposure. Come on, say exposure. You see, he exposes us to truth that goes along that field. So if you're struggling in your relationship, listen, it is not the amount of knowledge you have in raising your family. It's rather the amount of knowledge you don't have in having a relationship. So you can have a successful relationship when you have knowledge about relationship. The Bible says that everything is in the word of God. The word of God answers every question we have. It says that those that want to have many friends should show themselves friendly. That's knowledge. That's what the Bible says. But for me to be able to understand that and use it, I have to understand from the perspective of the word of God. The inspiration that comes from the word of God, we say that those that want to have many friends should show themselves friendly. So it means that times that I feel like being nasty, because I know that I want friends and I want to keep my friendship, I'll be nice to people. You see, understanding helps you to put yourself out of the way and allow the inspiration of God that comes from the word to help you to what? Apply the knowledge you have. So if you don't have understanding, you might know, but you might not benefit from the knowledge because there is no inspiration. Say inspiration. We read from Job. It says the inspiration of God is what? What? We just read it. It says, but there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty gives them understanding. I like talking about what forgiveness because it plays a lot of believers the same way. You know the Bible says that you have to forgive so God will forgive you. But when people offend you, how long does it take you to forgive them? You have the knowledge, but the inspiration is running short. God wants us to work on these two areas very well so that he can top it up with his wisdom because man does not give wisdom. It's God who gives wisdom. Ecclesiastes 7 12 says that what? Money is a defense. It says money is a defense. And what else is a defense? Ecclesiastes 7 12. I want you to search your students of the Bible. It says money is a defense. The last part says that what? But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them that have it. So if you found it, let's read it together. It says, money is a defense. It says, money is a shelter as wisdom is a shelter. So you see, the scripture in Ecclesiastes is relating money with wisdom. There's another story in the Bible. I've forgotten where is it exactly, but when I share it, if you're listening to me, you can Google it. It says there was a small city then there was a wise man in that city. And the wise man would always advise the people, but they won't listen to him. They would never listen to the wise man because he was poor. 
But a rich man came and gave less advice more than what the wise man was given, and people took it. You see, when you have understanding to this scripture, what this scripture is trying to tell you is, you see, money can become a defense you have wisdom to go with it. Because a lot of people have money, and because they don't have wisdom, they squander their money. They misuse the money to a point that they became poor. So money can become a defense, or money can become a setup. If there is no wisdom attached to it. Being frivolous is not a witness. It's a discipline. Being frugal is a discipline. These two words, I don't know which is which, but I think being frugal means knowing how to what, dispense your money when you need to dispense it. Being frugal. Frivolous is what? Spending it without any proper restraint. You see, so God wants us to get rich, but get rich and allow our wealth to become a blessing rather than a setter. So be free, be what frugal in your expenditure. Know how to give and know how to refrain from giving. Because you see, in Ecclesiastes, the word of God taught us two aspects of life: death and life. A time to die, a time to what? Raised from the dead, attempt to give, attempt to what? To hold back from giving and invest. So when the Bible says that money is a defense and wisdom is a defense, it's telling you these two things are very important. Listen, if you want people to hear you and pay attention to you and know that you have something to say, I'm telling you, allow the wisdom of God to come into play. Because the wisdom of God in our lives is a deal breaker. It is the wisdom of God that separates us from the rest of everyone. If you're a child of God, if, you have, if there's anything you have to seek, seek wisdom, seek understanding, but above all, seek knowledge. Proverbs 4 7, very, very popular scripture. Because in Ecclesiastes, it says the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them that have it. So you can have knowledge, you can have understanding. Without wisdom, you have no life. Without wisdom, you're just trying something. Without wisdom, people will be throwing you back and forth here and there. But wisdom helps you even to know the difference of people you're dealing with. Wisdom. Very, very key. As I promised for, right? Yes. Verse 7. Very, very important. Or let's read from 5. 5 says, Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve you. So wisdom is not a word, right? It says, Love her, and she shall what? Keep thee. Verse 7, read with me. Wisdom is the principal thing. What does your translation say? Seven. Read the seven. What translation is that? NIV? Read it again. Seven. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Get wisdom. And though it will cost all you have, Get understanding too. It will cost all you have. Are you thinking about that? It will cost you your friends. 
It will cause you from not going to places that won't allow your spirit to grow. It will cost you all you have. You have to walk away from certain deals that doesn't bring glory to God. It will cost you all you have. Mm -hmm. Wisdom tells us to know, teaches us to know the difference. Mm -hmm. The difference in people we have to hang around with and people we just have to do business with and go home peacefully. There are places you can go based on where you want to get to in life. Wisdom teaches that. Sometimes the flesh does not know the difference. The flesh is just looking for the excitement and, and the temporal pleasure and, 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 and the, 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 the human accolades. The flesh always is looking for the glitz and the glamour. But the spirit is looking for permanency. It's looking for something more what? Lasting. So the spirit of God sometimes can tell you, listen, you've outgrown this place. You don't have to stay there. Move forward. You see, your knowledge cannot help you. Your understanding cannot help you. It only takes wisdom. Wisdom will tell you, yes, this person is nice, but it's not on your level. You're not on my level. You see, it's difficult. In your mind, everything is checked. All the boxes are checked. But anytime you get close to that person, you can't you can make uh, steps of progress. And it looks as if everything becomes so stagnant. See, there are certain people, God doesn't want you to hang around with them. Because, you see, you've outgrown that space in which they are. And it's beckoning you to get what come up higher to a place is calling you to. Especially as some friends, when you walk with them after a while, you realize, but to them, everything is what? Party all the time. It will cost you everything. I can't go into details. You have to wise up to know if you want to spend time with those set of friends or get to another clique of friendship that will challenge you to move from the level you are. See, God wants you to grow. He wants you to get to benefit from the life he's called you to. I don't know why people of the third world countries, I won't say just Africa, we always in the survival mode. I don't know why. And people in developed countries, from the day they were born, they were set up to succeed. Some even will be pushed to college, not for the college to make them successful, but they've already built businesses for them that after college, they don't work for anybody. They get straight into what? Their own company. 18, 19, 20, 25 years old, and they are already CEOs of a Fortune 500 company. And people from third world countries will be struggling with two jobs, three jobs, they can barely pay their bills on time. They don't have much to go around. Wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense. See, when you follow the wisdom of God for your life, you'll be like people who are born in developed countries with much knowledge and understanding of how things work. There's an eight-year-old I'm talking right now, but a family has wealth in store for them. They think about generational wealth. We're talking about old money. Money that was laid down from the great, great, great grandfathers after now. Why is the world the way it is? It's because there are few people who have found out how things work. 
and they're taking advantage of the rest of the people. They call them the one, the one percenters, right? The one per percent. Life work in a certain sequence. There's a pattern to how life works. You have to have a knowledge of that, understand that, and allow the wisdom of God to help you to what? Profit with it. Without that understanding, let me tell you something. You'll always be blaming people who are making it life. What I don't like are people who are always blaming the rich for spending their money the way they want to. Oh yes, I don't like that. When you criticize people, you can't learn from them. And I'll say that over and over again till you get it. When somebody's making it, be humble enough to get close to find out their secret. When you criticize people so much and God opens door for you to make it like they're made, you sabotage yourself because in your mind, you know you criticize people who have made it so people will criticize you. Mm. Wisdom teaches that you have to enjoy where you are to where you're going. That's what wisdom teaches. I can't be like the Rockefellers, but the best, I can be a Sunny Fellow. You don't get the joke. I'm Samyadi, the best I can be is me. And build a posterity, build a generation of people who would think like me by having knowledge, understanding, and allowing the wisdom of God to help make me make the right decisions that will make life profitable for me. I hope I've, I've, I've explained this to you. You see, if you don't understand anything at all, remember that knowledge you would have to acquire. You want to become a millionaire? There's a way millionaires think. Research, study, get yourself into that space. See, when your mind is wired around how things work, it's easy for your body to flow through with it. Let me say that again. If you don't know how things work, you might think it's perfect. But the moment you begin to understand how things work, you see, it gives you the leverage to take the step to see it happen. So knowledge is just information, acquisition of information. I know a lot of people who know uh, smoking is bad to your health, but they still smoke anyway. How did that happen? They have the knowledge, but they don't have the understanding that goes with it. So acquire the knowledge. Pray God to inspire that knowledge you are acquiring and take the steps. You see, when you, the moment you begin to take the step, God gives you wisdom to go with. Mm -hmm. So James chapter 1 verse 5 says, somebody can open it, let's read it. I wanted to quote it, but I want you to see it in the word. James 1 5. Very, very important. Wisdom is not for a selected few. Wisdom is for people who wants it. Wisdom is not for people who have extinguished themselves in life. Wisdom is for people who wants it. So if you want something, what do you do? You ask for it. Yes. If you want something, what do you do? You pursue it. If you want something, you sell everything, you have to go get it. So James chapter 1 from verse, let me go up a little and read this. He said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, knowledge, knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience, but patience, but let patience have a perfect work, that he may be perfect, entire wanting work, nothing. You see that? Patience helps you to have... 
I mean, opportunity to get all the information you need about what you want to achieve and the understanding. Then when, when he got to verse 5, he says that what? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that given all men liberally and upbraided not, and he shall be given them. See, why, why did James say that? Because knowledge doesn't come from your school. Knowledge doesn't, sorry, wisdom doesn't come from your school. Wisdom doesn't come from your mentors. Wisdom comes from God. So after you've learned from your mentors, after you've learned from school, after you sat under the most prolific, intelligent mentors, all you need now is to take the knowledge, the information you've acquired and the understanding you have to make profit. That's where God comes in. See, so when you're just there saying that, oh, God has disappointed me, I don't need God, you're doing yourself a great disservice. Nobody can give you wisdom except God. Because God himself is wisdom. Yes. So you have the fear of God. That is the beginning. The fool has said in his heart there is no God. So they are just thriving on mere, you call something common sense. Common sense is not common. No, as a matter of fact, common sense, if it's common, everybody will have it, isn't it? Common sense is not common. I'm talking about revelation knowledge. That comes from knowing God. You see, when you know and you understand, wisdom becomes easy to pray in your life. There's a king in the Old Testament. I know most of you know him. He's a quintessential wise man. King Solomon. In the Bible, the Bible said that he had a lot of silver and a lot of gold. He didn't begin that way. But because God asked him, what can I do for you as a human being? Not just as a king, but as a human being. What do you want me to do for you? He could have asked for nations. He could have asked for a whole lot of different things. Solomon said, you know, God, I know I'm limited. My resources are limited. I'm in the position that demand is placed upon me. I have to respond to everybody's need. And I have to respond to my own ability too. So God, I know you give wisdom freely. Like James has said, you give wisdom without partiality. If there is anything I need, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom to be able to what? Guide my affairs right. Yes. So that every step I take brings profit. Amen. And his first test was the, the two widows who had their kids, you know, died and they had to judge between the two. See, if you're reading that for this morning time, so, oh, but it's just simple. He just realized that one was just faking it. So he told them, let's get the kid in there. But in those times, it was very, very scarce to be able to judge between issues like that. And when he was able to do that, the Bible said, Solomon's fame went so far abroad that kings and queens came to find out what his secret was. Do you want to be famous? Seek after wisdom. Yes. Do you want to be powerful? Seek after wisdom. Yes. Do you want people to bow to you? Seek after wisdom. Because in wisdom, there are benefits. In wisdom, there are rewards. In wisdom, there is exposure. Yes. 
And for God to expose you without wisdom, let me tell you something, it becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, what TV, go on CNN and all the other television networks, especially uh, shows that they do interviews. Some people talk and you want to turn off the television. Mm-hmm. Some people also talk with all their fame and power. And you wonder what kind of brain they're carrying. Some people also talk and you get glued to the television. The difference is the one that gets you glued is saying something that is meaning something to your life. See, as God's people, that's what God wants us to become. Mouthpieces of him. People, when we speak like Daniel, nobody can refute what you're saying. Jesus in his days, the Bible says it's for peace. When he speaks, people run looking for stones to stone him. You know why? Because when people are in darkness and you can speak with the voice of God, you reveal their witnesses and they don't like that. So don't think that I'm just telling you to seek wisdom and everything will be okay. Yes, wisdom will put you on top. And the moment you get on top, you become a target to wicked and bad people. But seek wisdom anyway. Make sure you invest into your endeavors. What field are you trying to become a master of? Seek knowledge in that field. Ask God for understanding because understanding is in you. And after getting understanding, pray God for wisdom to order your steps right. Because this world is looking for people who can give them answers. And I've told you, all the answers we need is in the word of God. We're not seeking enough. The Bible says that knock and it shall be opened. Seek and you, you shall find. What is the third one? Ask. Ask questions. God, why is that? Why have I been in church so long? I've given and given, but I don't, it doesn't show in my bank account. Listen, God wants you to ask those questions so that he will give you understanding to know what you're not doing right. Sometimes it's not the principle, but the one who applies the principle. Sometimes it's not what you haven't done, but how you're doing it all these while. Like I gave you the example, you want to have many friends, the Bible has said it, seek is in the Bible. If you want to have many friends, show yourself friendly. Make sure that everybody that comes around you feels important and feel good just like you feel good. Don't make people feel nasty. Don't make people feel worse off and expect them to come back to you. First impressions, most of the time, uh, leaves a mark on people. How do you feel about yourself? Let people feel the same way. I always say that when people make you feel bad, don't feel bad about it. That's how they feel. Because you can't give people what you don't have. If you feel important, let people around you feel as important as you are. Because you see, God has given us enough to give to our generation. We haven't been able to learn how to seek those things, apply those things, and let it become a practical day-to-day lifestyle. We shrouded all these things with mysticism and religion. But really, relationship with God is real. And it's a lifestyle you can acquire. Like seeking knowledge about God, having understanding, and asking God for wisdom. He said, I give you pastors, according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. 
In conclusion, are you in a church that all you hear is next year by this time God is going to do that? Or you're in a church that the man of God labors. The Bible says that those that labor in doctrine should receive double honor. People are not studying anymore. They're not teaching the word of God anymore. Because it's easy to close your eyes to say, I saw a vision. Who is behind your eyes anyway to know you didn't see any vision? But you see, when you're rightly dividing the word of truth, that's where the power is. And the word of God needs to be taught. People need to be fed with the word. Amen. And after they've applied the knowledge, motivate them to understand what they're studying and ask God wisdom to apply them. So that if, if, if it's divine healing, they will understand how that works. And trust God for their healing 365 days in a year. Not just wait for the season to come and then you're casting out demons that are not supposed to be demons, but they are seasonal attacks like flu and all that. <laughs> They're seasonal. So before the season gets there, you have knowledge about your allergies. You start dealing with it. I believe that this word has blessed you. Walk in wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. Because understanding is key to life. God bless you. Amen.